Welcome to a Baudry Buffet bonus mystery, starring Baudry Buffet, the cruise detective. Put your deduction skills to the test with this week's case. If you lived here, you'd be Neil by now. Based on the short story, Ding Dong Bitch. It's a really hard time right now, for me especially, as every single cruise worldwide has been cancelled. We all know the reason and we're sick of hearing about it, but I'll say it anyway. It's Cruise Captain Spring Break! Once a year, cruise liners everywhere go dark as their captains take a shore leave to reunite with their honeys on some stupid beach. And I get it. How many goobers have stood watching the horizon waiting for me, not realizing when I said I'd always come back to them? I was goofing. I'm like a wild horse. I can't be tamed, my shoes are metal, and I can kick a man's head off when startled. But why must these cruise captains all take the same week off? So, I've been lobbying to stagger the spring break so that some cruises could stay sailing, and I've done it through my nonprofit, Boat Breaks for Bargeries. Yet another of my charities, the Red Cross, is called Bullshit. They've been pissed at me ever since I raised a hundred thou for Wheels on Meals, my nonprofit monster truck rally where food trucks get smushed. Those Swiss flag appropriating vampires also said it was a waste of everything involved, from fully prepared food to their precious blood. But I got the last laugh when I donated and all that came out of me was Mountain Dew code bitch. Anyway, what was my point? Oh yeah, I'm bored. With no cruises, there's basically no crime. And I was so hungry for a solvent, I would have answered the first call I got. Hi bitch, it's Neil Gregg, you're... Well, not friend, but I don't know. We're in the same room a lot. I have a case, and I need you to... Okay, the second call. Neil again. So, a crime did happen to me, and it was very upsetting, but I am keeping my tone pretty even to avoid being a bother, like that time when I was choking. Third call. Anyone else? Hi, it's Neil. Just kidding, it's Neil. Wait, did I say Neil the first time? Hey, just checking in. Hope all is well. For me, it is not. And the reason... And if you're deleting these, you shouldn't, because... Now I've got you hooked, so you're not going to just... And if you want, I can go kick over a trash can or something. They do have two crimes to solve. Okay, last message. Just want to say, I think this is your only crime option for the whole week. So, like I said to every dodgeball team captain, it's me or nothing. Then I get hit so fast that it's like they pick nothing. But I'll leave you alone. Hi, Neil again. Just bored this time, so... Ugh, fine. In a small suburb, every house can look exactly the same. Well, all the houses in Neil's neighborhood look different, but his house was the only one that looked the same. You know what I mean? Like when you demand any first grader draw a boxy house, then you take out most of the windows and all of the sloppy charm? Then you've got Neil's home. Well, house. This Neil's house is no Neil's home. Bidge! Wow, I've never seen you ashore before. You're sure walking funny. Are your land legs asleep? 
Are you walking on pens and noodles? They're worse on land, but my sea legs once jumped four school buses lengthwise on the evil cruise Nevel. Yeah, you bragged about your haunches, but that does seem too far to be possible. Oh, uh, come in, please. No. Please. No. Please? Jesus, what went down in here? Yeah, so do you want the tour first, or do you want to talk about why so much of it is destroyed? I mean, it's going to come up on the tour. I don't know. Do I look like the detective who only solves cases that happened in her kid's bedroom? Yeah, that would be a very specific detective, but so are you. So how about you tell me about the crime? Don't just assure me that your house would look nice if it weren't a crime scene. Okay. So this morning was like every morning. I woke up almost drowning in the head-sized hole in my waterbed. Cool, gotta fix that. It's fine. It's not that bad. It's refreshing, actually. Your fear of change will drown you. Well, something will drown me eventually. So then I fell through a different hole in my shower down to the first floor. But the thing is, there isn't usually a hole in my shower. Well, there is where the water goes out, but like... Uh-huh, I've heard of drains. Tell faster. So it looks like one of the neighborhood kids snuck in last night and vandalized my house. And like, I can take a joke, but egging everything and the graffiti and smash my walls and just all the fire... I guess it's funny. Those construction workers are right. I should lighten up. Okay, show me around, but don't you dare give me the tour. Okay, so this is my living room. This is my TV bench. This is a picture of me with my mailman. Where'd you get your TV? It says Best Buy right there. Nope. It says Best Buy October 2019. You bought a TV with an expiration date. It won't expire. It'll just be worse by, geez, last October. Yeah, then it definitely has been. So what kind of boring shows do you watch? Neither naked nor afraid? It's clothed and comfortable, but my cable is spotty. So you know how people line meadows and watch the clouds and say what they look like? That's what it's like when I watch Static. I even hold my own hand when the mannequin is too busy for a date. So what's the disaster in your kitchen that isn't ash? Oh, that's my breakfast machine. I got the idea from watching 80s movies because as you can see, I only have a Betamax. Instead of hazing me, my college made me the majority shareholder in Betamax. Well, I don't trust anything you touch. A sandwich, a catchphrase, a contraption. But the machine is so dip. This marble rolls into the nail file, which rebreadens the toast by scraping the flavor off. Then this shoe stomps the orange juice into a colander till there's so little pulp it's clear. Then this wheel hits the sponge-covered fan to both soggy and stale in the bacon. Well, that thing keeps the milk far away from the cereal. Your ideal breakfast is just resegregated, crunchy air, and it barely works. Well, I could prove it works, but all my eggs are on all my walls. Okay, I need to get out of this kitchen. But, but why is everything teetering on the edge of your shelves? Well, when I push a cup to the back, I feel bad for it, so I kind of want to have them all looking out. I guess I'm, what's the word? Empathetic? I'm pathetic. That's it. Oh, he's my oldest friend. Well, your place is as trashed as I wish I was, but we need to figure out where they came in. I know. I made a dollhouse that's identical to my real house in every way, except I'm strong. Where'd you find a jacked doll? Oh, Goodwill has a policy where an item is free if all the employees are, like, freaked out by it. Yeah, that's how I buy my bras. Don't talk down to me. Okay, so they broke in the window above my breakfast nook. 
That's a breakfast cranny at best. It is a booth, but it's a standing booth, so the wall is padded like a fun asylum. Oh, it's a breakfast crease. The crime scene only has one set of footprints, so whoever it was effed up my kitchen, broke my TV more, sprayed something sticky all over my coughing table. Hmm? Coughing table? Well, that's what I call it, because I don't like coffee. But you do like coughing. Yeah, it gives me a reason to look at my elbow. What? Okay, so whoever it was acted alone. Did they go upstairs? No, but some of the fires did, and that's what they do. It's not the fire's fault. Yeah, I'm not blaming the fire. But you think a kid started one? It couldn't have been an adult. No, the adults around here, like, love me. They're always stopping by to see how I'm holding up. Different neighbors have taken me out to brunch every day this week to just see how I am. Weekday brunches? Hoo-hoo-hoo. They must really think you're doing bad. I know. It's weird because I'm doing... Oh, I guess bad. But I'm happy. Yeah, I think that's what's so confusing. Yeah, if I don't get it, like, how could they? Hmm. So... Nope! The bench is worse than standing. What kid hates you enough to ruin your perfectly bad house? Well, I narrowed it down to three. Oh, uh, sure, yeah, help, help yourself. Yeah, what does it look like I'm doing? Okay, so first there's Plattis and Trevino. She's a mean teen queen, and she's hated me for years because of what I give out for Halloween. ruh I'm already on her side, and she's maybe an arsonist. They're not stickers, but they're like the outline of the sheet when all the stickers are gone. But that's sticky too, so it's a mega sticker. You celebrate a holiday by giving children the absence of stickers? But it's the biggest sticker of all. Plus the other stickers are lame because you sniff them and they smell like nothing, and then you scratch them and that's no fun either. They're not called sniff and scratch. Your order of operations is fucked. Okay, that's actually gonna change a lot for me, but I still like mega stickers. Next is Gordy Regardless, two houses down. I don't think it's him because he's a really sweet kid. His mom is a physics teacher, so everyone class makes fun of him and he's a straight-A student usually. Until you. <sighs> Until I was interviewed by him a few days ago for his creative writing assignment about a day in the life of his neighbor and I talked for I want to say an hour and he could only stretch it into four sentences. Okay, let me guess. I wake up screaming. Yeah. My breakfast doesn't work. No. I call the cruise temp agency, say I'll take anything. Mm-hmm. Bed. Yeah. Well, the machine works when there's food, but you're putting a lot on that sandwich. I'm helping myself to a four-course meal, stacking it into one. No one thinks I can do it, but when they see I'm right, then Subway is going to regret hiring Jared. Do you not know about... Okay. What? Nothing. But last is Durkis. Durkis sucks. He's not a bully like Plattison. He's just like a, a punk, you know? Oh, yeah. Always wearing a band t-shirt. Friends with your older bro. Calls it blowing chunks. Exactly. Unlike Gordy, I don't know what his mom does. I don't need to know what their moms do. Okay. I need to know who their moms do and when it's my turn. Okay, I don't have that information. No, I did an awesome joke. That's why I'm asking for a high five. Oh, I thought you were telling me to stop. No, Neil, stop is both hands. Got it. Durkis wouldn't have left me hanging. But Durkis blows chunks. I I was stoked to go to neighborhood game night and show everyone that I'm doing just okay, but Durkis spray painted my porch with a peener, which is what he calls it. <laughs> well, yeah, calling it a weenus would be crazy. Is that the spray paint? <laughs> Yeah, I took it and then gave him a long lecture, but he kept Mystery Science theatering it. I ran to Linda's house, but it was too late. Durkis ruined game night in my house, probably. We all know a Durkis. I loved my fair share of Durkin. I even was a Durkis for a week in seventh grade. I made the whole class ritualistically cut their bangs weird. Then we sheared the teacher. Oh, so did he do it? Who, who was it? Do your trick. Two more questions. 
first. Is this really all the horseradish you own? Yeah, I bought it once. Think he was mayonnaise concentrate. Two. What game were they playing at game night? As I was running there, I could hear like plastic hitting plastic and yells of frustration. So my guess is sorry, or as I call it, my catchphrase, which they stole. I got worked up. Sorry, sorry. I know who did it. Okay, stop. Yep, there's both hands. So I will stop. Which kid hates Neil? And how did Baudry decide? And how are you going to look your child in the eye and tell it that they couldn't crack the podcast crimes? Guess he can't break the cycle and is a failure like Grandpa. Eat shit. So, uh, quick question. Who, uh, done it? You. What about me? You did it. You think I destroyed my own house for attention? Ooh, would that work? No. Look at the footprints. They're a little big for a teen, maybe, but what else is weird about them? They're in my house. They're all left. And regardless of what funny uncles say at weddings, no one actually has two left feet. But more than that, remember when you killed Queeg, the pizza robot? I do, yes. That's so funny. That's what I was screaming about when I woke up this morning. If there's one thing I know, it's that you and robots do not vibe. And at its simplest, a robot is a system of inputs and actions designed to accomplish a task. A task like breakfast. You couldn't build a breakfast machine that wouldn't eventually go crazy and destroy your lame house. Wait, but... The footprints. This will be easier to show with your dollhouse. Hey, so that is the only house that I have that isn't wrecked, so do we have to reenact the crime? We so do. The shoe stuck to the wheel and rolled into the living room, leaving the footprints and covering your coffee table with syrup. But the graffiti. The marble went the wrong way, knocking your cereal box onto Dervis's spray paint, which rolled, covering the walls and setting the stove on fire. But they egg the whole, okay, that one I get. Yeah, the eggs were fired out of the toaster. Can we put the fire out in the dollhouse now? Swolniel's muscles are melting off. You know what? No! As you can sort of see through the fire, every surface of your kitchen was covered with clutter and indecision. Thousands of potentially funny disasters waiting to spin off into chaos. It's like in those old movies, where they look in the mirror and realize that, all along, the killer was really my breakfast machine. You're no Goldberg, but you are a rube. You were looking for a child to blame, but the grand architect of all these shambles was you. But of course... That's not true at all. Not entirely, at least. Eh? A chain reaction can't start from nothing. There's no momentum until someone pokes the marble. Neil, you did bad and do suck, but there is a mastermind to be pointed at here. One who, knowing you know me because that's your main thing, made the crime so complicated, even you would think you did it. And I do think that. I do think I did it. And I'm sorry to me, and I'll say I forgive me, but honestly, it's just gonna stew for a long time. I can forget what I've done, but I can't forgive. Your breakfast machine was sabotaged. And I think I know just who by. Come with me and bring a covered dish. Oh, so I can't come with you till I make another meal? Pretty much. Do you mind putting out the dollhouse fire before you go? Get out here, coward. I figured it out. What the gosh? Oh, hi, Mrs. Regardless. Is Gordy home? Oh, he... He's at a friend's house doing the homework I assigned him. Homework on a school night? Woof. Did you throw my garden gnome at the front door? Well, do you call it a Gordy gnome or a guardless gnome? Neither. And I 
I'm definitely calling the police. Then you can have those two and we'll be even. And call 911 all you want. If I'm within 100 feet, it just goes to my phone. Can I come inside and wait for your son? Do you understand why I'd say no? And do you really think it would be that easy? Ugh, fine. Do I want some tea or something? What? Sure, and why not make it a hot toddy? I've earned it. Uh, okay. You can't really think Gordy's involved in that terrible crime at Mr. Gregg's home. Nope, I don't. Hey, Mrs. Regardless, do you like horror movies? I, um, do you care what kind of tea? Intensely, yes. Just give me your favorite one that you have the least of. See, there's this movie, Nightmare on Elm Street. It's a scary movie, except it's from the 80s, so it's not. It's more a fashion show of bad prosthetics. Yeah, I know. It's really famous. See, it's about this guy who calls people bitch, and that's funny, but his face is all burned up. Wanna know why? I'm sorry, who are you? Here, I brought some plain soup straight from the kettle. Oh, hi, Ms. Regardless. Hello, Neil. Can you get your friend to leave? No, she's kind of an unstoppable force, and I'm kind of a tumbleweed on rollerblades. Neil, sit. Remind yourself why couches aren't benches. So as I was saying, this Freddy Krueger guy, he's a child murderer. So you know what the parents did? Um, I don't. You do. The parents got together and burned him to death. They knew it was the only way to protect their town. But what if he wasn't killing kids? He was just bothering them and being boring and terrible. What if the kids had suffered years of Halloween trash candy and grade ruining and taking frisbees that land on his lawn, writing bad advice on them and throwing them back? It's not bad advice. It's what I can remember from fortune cookies. I taught them how to say unlucky sow in Chinese. Your son first heard of Neil's breakfast machine, huge quotes, in his useless interview. And you, the physics teacher, hatched a plan to hijack his machine so bad, Neil would have to move. This is entirely speculation. Thank you. You and the other parents checked in on Neil just to gently tweak his machine. One misdirected pulley at a time, and you invited him to brunch every day this week so he wouldn't fill up on breakfast until the sabotage was complete. But Dirkus graffitied my stoop. Because they made him. It'd be too suspicious not to invite you to game night, so they had to make sure you couldn't make it. You heard plastic hitting plastic, an annoyance that something didn't work. It wasn't sorry, it was mousetrap. They were practicing chain reaction machines to frig up yours. I wish that Bidge wasn't right, but like, she is. So I have to ask, Mrs. Regardless, what did I ever do that was so bad? What did you do? Gordy has never gotten an F in his life. I read the cruise news. I know you've seen sewer tsunamis. You've punched actual pool sharks. You caused a stampede aboard the seafaring safari sea fairy. Why didn't any of that come up? Oh yeah, that would have been better. That was the last straw, but there were haystacks more. You turn up your TV when you're watching static. When you see someone smoking, you report them to the fire department. You always sit outside reading Marmaduke aloud and cracking up. You hit my nephew with your bike, but luckily he was in a car. Plus, he calls everything nature's candy. Nuts, raisins, even fennel. I could go on and on, and I will. You always trip over my flowers and drop all your groceries. You keep censoring the kid's sidewalk jock. You chaperoned a school dance and kept requesting not songs, but that the DJ keep it down. What if they were your kid's detective? Would you stand idly by and let this dork make adulthood look this boring? My son told me for Christmas he wants to be not Neil or even make it to his 40s. We took a stand to protect our neighborhood. 
We knocked over one domino that hit another and another and finally made his house as unlivable as he made our cul-de-sac. <laughs> you made one mistake, though. Neil isn't moving. And why is that? Because you overestimated him. His will is so weak and his bar is so low. He could live in an earthquake crack and decide it's fine. It's true. Whenever I see a nativity scene where that baby is with the donkeys, I say out loud, sweet digs. So are you gonna rest her or are we just gonna continue to kick it? Nah, you gotta pass this time cause I totally get where you're coming from and this is way outside of my jurisdiction. But I swear, if you ever lay another finger on Neil's flat head, My remaining window. If you're worried he's too happy sucking, then guess what? He's not. I make sure of that. No one messes with Neil except me. Because I can't have him finding his breaking point only to push back against my abuse. Yeah. Fine, Neil. You're still invited to game night, even though everyone there will do anything to avoid being left alone with you and hates you. I'm bringing Ticket to Ride and you're gonna teach me it. Thanks again for coming. I never would have figured out that the real culprit was me, but no it wasn't, but it was them and a little me. Listen, Neil, this has been a bummer of a window into your bummer of a life. If you need somewhere to stay until your house gets fixed, I guess you can absolutely fuck yourself. Because my charity just convinced Majestic Madagascarian Cruise Lines to end their break early. We're human beings. We weren't meant to live on land. Can you give me a bad job on that boat? Depends. How do you feel about moving it, moving it? Oh, it's Madagascar like the movie? Uh-huh. Then no thanks. Great. You'll be in charge of calming down David Schwimmer's nervous giraffe character. So is it Schwimmer or a giraffe? Does that make any difference? Yes. What's the difference? Eyes and neck. Look, drive me to the docks. I've got leftovers from your dumb soup to spill all over the back seat. Joke's on you. That soup is a Greg family secret. It never stains because it's only water, but it is thick. Thank you for joining us. Come back next week for Baudry Buffet in The Man Who Ate the Whole Thing. 